Hey guys, welcome back to the Lore Lodge official podcast. We are joined by my buddy Ariel. Good talk. evening. Yeah, he's he's going to talk to us about some sleep paralysis stuff. Uh, I know we talked about the rake a couple of weeks ago and, uh, you know, talked about sleep paralysis demons and some of the medical history and science behind the whole idea of sleep paralysis and why you see things, why you feel things, you know, what is it, what are the theories surrounding it. But obviously, since Aiden and I have never actually experienced it, uh, and Ariel was supposed to come on the show months ago, and then uh, <laughs> sort of the same issue that leads to the sleep paralysis caused him to miss the show. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I have undiagnosed narcolepsy. I fell asleep 10 minutes literally before leaving to the door to come here. I think it was the Bigfoot episode. Yeah. Oh, but, really? um, you know, while there are a lot of theories about what sleep paralysis is, what you feel during it, there's one thing that is true, and it's you, audience. I feel you. Right oh now. my god. <laughs> so I feel uh, God in this chili. <laughs> can, I, can I put you down? Would that be all right with you, Archie? Just kinda... He seems unfazed by any option. Yep, there we go. <laughs> oh boy. And I saw some people speaking of sleep paralysis, and I saw people talking about being tired in the chat. So I thought it was a good opportunity to plug Mount Pocono Perk from Tableau Roasting Company. This is our coffee. It's a specially curated blend that I myself designed. And it's got notes of berry, chocolate, caramel, and spice. It is really perfect if you are the type of person who likes to drink your coffee black. And it's simple enough at the same time to be very, very, very enjoyable when it's with milk and sugar or in a cold brew or even as an espresso. I've made uh, lattes with this and it's phenomenal. So if you're into coffee, you can check this out. The link is in the description. Um, we have yet to have a complaint. I've tried it with other baristas, other coffee shop owners, other roasters. Everybody says good things. And uh, if anybody in the chat has bought some, you know, let the people know because it's it's tasty stuff. So want to get that out of the way. <laughs> But Aiden, how tasty is it? Uh, tasty is Aiden's thick, juicy butt. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wait, which Aiden? Yes. The one he's staring at. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear that on you. <laughs> his, his, Siri, uh, his Siri did not know how to answer that one. I think oh, Siri boy. just got jealous. Yeah. But yeah, so we uh, we thought we'd, we'd bring him into the studio because how better to learn about sleep paralysis and talk to somebody who experiences it. And of yep. course, you know, a, a lot of the stories that you're going to get when you go online are going to talk about, uh, you know, demons and you're going to find a, a smattering of stuff that feels real. And then there's going to be stuff that straight up reads like a creepypasta. And it's often hard to tell where the line is between, is this someone's actual experience? Is this something that they came up with? Is this an exaggeration? Really the, you know, the, the best way to get it is straight from the mouth of somebody who undergoes it. So one of the things that is believed to impact uh, sleep paralysis are sleep disorders like narcolepsy, epilepsy, that cause your, your regular rhythm, your circadian rhythm, and your ability to stay awake in your normal functional state to vary considerably. And it's believed that sleep paralysis, because it is caused, as we think, by your body improperly moving between different stages of sleep, might have something to do with disorders that cause your body to not enter sleep properly. For example, narcolepsy. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess I'll just open the floor to you. You know, when, when do you, when did you start experiencing sleep paralysis? 
Um, at least uh, to my current memory, my first sleep paralysis paralysis episode was when I was about seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at a time in my life, uh, you know, growing up in a small immigrant neighborhood, mm-hmm. not not small immigrant neighborhood, Washington Heights. Shout out. <laughs> um, growing up in an immigrant neighborhood, you know, small New York City apartment. I shared a bed with my mom, and. I remember this particular very specific time when I was around seven, we were sharing a bed and I woke up, but I couldn't move, couldn't mm-hmm. breathe. I had the sensation that I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you hear it all the time. And this one, I can confirm is true. Uh, you feel like something is pressing against your chest. Mm-hmm. And on top of auditory hallucination, there's visual hallucinations, such as, um, uh, this is the crazy thing. So, I, at the time, at seven years old, I didn't see the movie Terminator. <laughs> um, you know, crazy thing. Um, but when I, my my head, when I couldn't move, it was facing towards my mom, who was asleep. But the uh, the, the hallucination made it look like her face was melting off, like oh. the scene in Terminator. Oh. Oh, yeah, it was very graphic. Um, and then um, I just really, really tried it. it it always feels like life or death. And mm-hmm. my, for context, my last sleep paralysis episode was maybe about a week ago. Um, it always feels like life or death. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I woke up, it's just, it's always... Mm-hmm. Like you had a fright and flight response? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and that was the first time to my memory that I had sleep paralysis. Gotcha. And uh, so... seeing my mom's face melt off. That's got to be horrifyingly traumatic for a seven-year-old. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that what, age, good lord. What, what was the response? Like, how do you remember how you explained it? Like, did you even say anything to your mom? Well, that was peculiar. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you use the word peculiar in that? No, no, I... Mother, I, I found that quite uninteresting. I would like to not do it again. <laughs> it was a bit out of the realm of the norm for my usual day-to-day. Yes, uh, little did you guys know, Washington Heights in uh, the late 90s was actually Victorian England. Yeah. Uh, I, after that, I went to uh, wipe some chimneys. Oh. And, uh, yeah, simple immigrant work, right? Oh, well, yes, you know, uh, maybe maybe it was the freaking soot from, like, the chimneys that <laughs> really causing it. It was worth the three pence you got paid a day. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. You know. Watson, we shall look into this. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that's, uh, I mean... How, how do you deal with that when you're a little kid? Like, obviously, y- you don't have the words to really explain what's going on. Yep. I explained it to my uh, mom, and she just described it as a nightmare. Because mm-hmm. I don't think... Honestly, i never done too much research on this to see if it's hereditary mm-hmm. or if it's just one of those things that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to her, all I did was just have a nightmare. Yeah, And, you know, like any other mother would do you know they'll consult the child right. like yo cut it out it's yeah. fine <laughs> no no no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that thing was like a homing missile <laughs> the chocolate knows where it is well, it knows it's, where it isn't <laughs> it's kind of funny because uh the the term nightmare etymologically derives from Basically, a Germanic term for sleep paralysis. Oh, really? For uh, for incubus. Yeah, the Latin term oh, is incubus, right. and it means a nightmare caused by a demon. Is the the uh, the later term. Um, the it also means the crusher. Mm. So the of course, what in the Middle Ages they kind of came up with, and before that, 
was when you are undergoing sleep paralysis is because there is a demon in the room trying to do something to you. And the term for this uh, this spirit or anomaly in Nordic culture, in Germanic culture, was a mare. And a mare was a either a cursed woman or a demonic entity that would ride things until they were exhausted and collapsed. So, you know, if a horse was off in the field and running around until it collapsed, that was because there was a mare riding it. Um, same thing with people. It would ride on top of your chest, sitting on you, until you are out of breath. Uh, so the term nightmare means the same thing in terms of its, its history as incubus, as sleep paralysis demon. So just, I, I think it's funny that, you know, oh, you just had a nightmare. Well, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny that you also say that because um, as I got older and I were, I'm, grew the ability to like actually hold more memories. Um, that's how I would describe it, actually. Um, you know, the it's always, you know, something pressing on me. But depending on what position I happen to be when I'm in bed, when I happen to have a sleep paralysis episode, I would see like a shadow mm -hmm. or how people would mm -hmm. construct a demon out of mm -hmm. it. You know, it's like the same things. Like um, when, uh, when let's say, the ancient Vikings would mm -hmm. take psychedelic mushrooms yeah. before a raid and all of these um, demons and lore came, mm -hmm. came from that, it's like... If you were to take that, mm -hmm. you could see where that comes from. Because, like, um, coming from personal experience, I'll just put it out there. When I try psychedelic mushrooms and I see, like, let's say, a tree breathing and moving, mm -hmm. I could, like, construct, like, a cyclops out of that yeah. in, in that state of mind. Mm -hmm. So coming from, like, that point of view from way back in the day, when you can't, don't have the 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 access to resources mm -hmm. to the faith or knowledge and medical uh resources of course you're going to construct that yeah. it's demons especially like let's say if religion and church are that much mm -hmm. a bigger part of your life yeah yeah if you already have it in your head that there's demonic spirits and entities out there and when you're asleep you know your your subconscious might go a little wild um i know i've had very strange dreams uh i had a dream where a panda chased me off a cliff once mm. Like a giant, like not, it was a giant panda, but it was like a giant, giant panda. Like yeah. 20 feet tall. Um, Does that mean that you are the bamboo? Ah, perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it was terrifying, actually, in hindsight. Um, I've had a few, like, weird, I, like, I don't know, back back in the days before I was on Zoloft and Ativan and all that, which I'm off of now, but when I was being treated with bad stuff, it totally stopped me from dreaming. I remember before that having dreams where it it was uh, like wild stuff, like not at all. I, and it's hard for me to remember them now, mm. but I used to have very intense dreams. There were times when I'm told that I would like talk in my sleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so just thinking about that, you know, taking it the extra step of, oh, well, what if I was half awake at the time? Like, what would my brain come up with? Yeah, start to imagine if if I can imagine a giant panda chasing me off of a cliff in China, then I can probably envision you know Nosferatu standing in my bedroom. Um, you know, you, speaking of like shadows, have you ever do you ever have any uh, experiences with like shadow people? Because that's something a lot of people report, regardless of sleep paralysis, that you know they'll be asleep in their bedroom and the door will be open slightly or the moonlight's trickling in and 
they feel like they see a shadow figure watching over them. Yes. So um, I'm going to answer that question. And I also, uh, as a heads up, I'm going to sort of uh, add to what you were saying later uh, about the lucid dreaming. So um, <clears throat> with in terms of like the shadow people, yes. Um, when for, for a very long time when I was a child, I would say until uh, maybe until I was like maybe nine last week um i had a fear of the dark mm -hmm. um and it's cool i'm a big boy now <laughs> I've, I've, I've had a fear of the dark and um and that's mostly because uh i would fall in mm -hmm. like you said that's this in between of yeah. sleep and awakeness that causes those hallucinations mm -hmm. so often that i do see those shadow hallucinations right and frankly, those hallucinations actually still happen till this day. Mm -hmm. uh, not so much shadow people, but I could, let's say, be at work um, in front of a computer. And when I get into like that half asleep, half uh, awake moment, mm -hmm. um, I'm sort of like in this dazed mode where I'm like nodding off. Mm -hmm. And I do experience, I hear people saying things that they're not saying. And I just sort of like in my head go along with it. And mm -hmm. then maybe it will maybe last like maybe like five seconds. Um, and then I'll just sort of snap out. Gotcha. Of it. Yeah. Interesting. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, I probably need a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are like when, when you are having, you know, an actual sleep paralysis episode and you're sitting there alone, you know, in your, in your room, what, when you do see something, what are you seeing? Is it consistent? Does it change? Oh man, um, it. I don't really see much of anything anymore. Mm. It's more of uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's a few things. the 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 most lucid sleep uh, paralysis episode that I've had mm. was about, I would say, six years ago. Mm -hmm. um, the reason I know it was six years ago is because I was living in the previous city than I do now, mm -hmm. and. Um, Basically, I would wake up and I was I was feeling the sleep paralysis. Now, the number one rule that they say when you have sleep paralysis mm -hmm. is don't go right back to sleep. Gotcha. Go up, wash your face, do something, but just yeah. don't go back to bed because like you're just gonna fall back into your sleep paralysis. Gotcha. Your boy doesn't like to learn lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I was like, you know what? I'll take my chances. I like to sleep, so I want to go back to mm. bed. So after like what felt like eternity, I uh, woke up, mm -hmm. you know, <gasps> then I went back to bed. Mm -hmm. Then I keep in the cycle kept continuing. I, I think it was, I would say like four times in one night. Right. And the thing is, each time I woke up, I specifically remember waking up, getting out of bed, walking out the door to prevent the sleep paralysis but that actually was me lucid dreaming oh boy so it was a combination of the lucid dream and the sleep paralysis uh-huh and uh it, it felt like a endless cycle for like a moment that was the most intense one i've ever had mm -hmm. um it got to the point you know like you know pinch yourself to make yeah. sure you're not dreaming this time i for the first time ever i had to like do it i was like okay mm -hmm. This is getting old. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> You're like, how can I wake up? Yeah. And um, I also wanted to like touch on something that you mentioned sure. uh, earlier, Aiden, is that um, that lucid dreaming about you yeah. being chased by a panda. Mm -hmm. um, lucid dreaming is also something that I've experienced yeah. since forever. 
Um, I think the first lucid dream I've had was me trying to fly. Okay. You know, very common. Yeah. Um, you realize you're dreaming, and I'm like, okay, I have limited time. Let me try to fly. <laughs> I got like maybe a few inches off the floor, threw up on myself <laughs> in the dream, and because uh, I got vertigo in my dream, and then I woke up, and I'm like, all right, that's a power I needed to learn how to. Yeah. Control. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's so work on funny that about one. that though. <laughs> one of the times that I lucid dreamed, it was also when I was trying to fly. But it was I was on the sidewalk down uh, the shore. My you know my family goes down the shore of South mm-hmm. Jersey, and I was I was also only getting a few inches off the ground. But I was horizontal. Mm-hmm. But I kept having to like like push my hand down onto the ground to try and stay in the air. <laughs> and yeah, eventually I just like you know fell down onto the ground. I was like, damn it, it lost it. So that's uh, so weird. That's interesting that it was a similar like occurrence in that regard. I think it's just because of like for lack of a better term, the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what when you dream, everyone, what does everyone want to do? Like, they want to dream. Like, if you want to pick a superpower, what do you want to do yeah. is, <laughs> is fly. Yeah, right. Um, so it's it's probably one of those things that is so, like, deep-rooted into, like, our subconscious that even when we're dreaming, we want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first thing that comes to mind. And unfortunately, also, uh, apparently, anxiety is the first thing that comes to mind when I'm lucid dreaming. <laughs> you guys, you guys in your lucid dream, whenever I figure out that I'm dreaming, I immediately wake up for some reason. Really? Yeah, I, I, I have lucid dreams, but they're more me being like, oh, I'm not awake right now. I better fix that. Uh, you know, then I wake up. <laughs> you know how there's supposedly that rule of, like, you can't die in a dream? Yeah. I've died in multiple of my dreams. Oh, yeah. Like, people have shot me. <laughs> like, you, like, you died? In the dream. What did you see after? What was happening, but my body was on the ground. So you had an out-of-body experience after being shot in your dream. Yeah. But it was in the dream. You became a dream ghost. Yes. Wow. Maybe you're the shadow person. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're just out of the frame. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> somehow slowly in post make it so Aiden just fades away right here. <laughs> Then you fade away. It turns out I'm in the sixth sense. <laughs> I've been doing this whole show alone. <laughs> There's never actually been an Aiden. You go, I go back and watch all, all 82 previous episodes, and I'm just talking to myself. You don't see it on camera, but you're actually in a padded room in a straitjacket, and everybody who's watching on the audience is just marveling at this psychological experiment. Yeah. You know, every uh, plot twist here, I'm mm-hmm. just imagining the... Uh... Like the, that joke and it's always sunny, the Pepe Stogia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I, don't, I, I know people who like, they'll have weird experiences while they're dreaming. I have weird experiences when I'm awake. Fair. Like, I, I just a couple nights ago, I, and it has not happened since. And this is the weird part. Mm-hmm. I heard like a, like a rustling sound coming from the vent in the bathroom. Oh, sorry, I was nervous. Oh, of course. <laughs> and and I, I mean, you could you could ask Max. Max, she was on the phone with me when it happened. Um, and I, I went. I'm like, I'm like, what is that? It really sounded like somebody crawling around in my vents. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a there was a storm that night. Like maybe I was just hearing like stuff from outside getting into the the vents and all that. You know, but it was weird because I was sitting there. I was like, I really. Like, I, I was upstairs, heard something downstairs, went down, looked around, cleared out, cleared all the rooms, you know, as one does. 
um, you know, and uh, there was nothing here. And it was just, it, I, I heard stuff like knocking against the walls outside, went out and looked, there was nothing there. And had I not been on the phone with my girlfriend, I'm pretty sure I would have, like, thought I had a dream. Yeah. Mm. But it was this weird, like, waking, and I was exhausted. I mean, you know how rough this this past couple weeks has been for me. Mm, yes, it's sir. Been, I mean, we've been, I've been moving, I've been working, I just dropped my classes for the semester because I'm so busy. I've been really stressed out. So I'm thinking it was probably just stress and the sound of the storm and my brain going nuts. Yeah. But it really felt like, you know, like I was in a dream for, for the time that it was, that it was happening. And then I went upstairs, you know, turned on How I Met Your Mother and went to sleep. But as, you know, you're com- everybody has a comfort show. That's yeah, mine. Yeah. Um, I never watch the last two episodes. I always stop. I always stop and go back to the beginning of the show. Yeah. Before the last two Cause, episodes. Because you just don't want it to end? No, or because like... I hate how it ends and I want to pretend it didn't end that way. Uh, yes. They really. But yeah, like it's, it's weird what your brain will do. And it, and it seems like it, it only makes sense that it would get more intense and more uncanny the less conscious you are. Mm. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I've never, I, I've never had sleep paralysis. I've never, you know, seen a, any sort of like the, the things they describe as sleep paralysis demons. I have seen like a shadow person, but of course are shadow people uh, actually there or is it our brain seeing a shadow in the corner of the room and constructing it into a shape to, you know, make sense of something we can't see. I, uh, you know, it, in my case, and this is the funny part. I remember saying in a video or something that my shadow person always was wearing a hat and it seemed like they had a trench coat on. Mm. Like they were wearing a, 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 a fedora or a wide-brimmed hat and they were wearing a trench coat. And in the comments, just floods of people. Wait a second, mine had a hat too. Mine had a hat too. Mine had a hat too. Um, and sometimes it's a bowler hat. Sometimes it's a cowboy hat. Sometimes it's a fedora. Sometimes it's a top hat. But they're always wearing a hat. Mm. <laughs> That's such a like... It's such a weird little detail. And then you've also, you know, people make the jokes. You see them on TikTok all the time. Like, just took an entire bottle of Benadryl and had a, you know, communed with the hat man. Like, (laughs) Oh, wait, I have seen that actually. Yeah. (laughs) Communed with the hat man. (laughs) (laughs) We had a whole video on shadow people that we did because it's such, such a common, like, paranormal quote unquote phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And... You know, on the one hand, yeah, maybe it is just pattern recognition and your brain is trying to make sense of the dark. Or maybe there is something there. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a superstitious person. I should send a Benadryl apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for a while before I was on anxiety meds, uh, I was I was treating the insomnia that accompanied the anxiety because of course, you know, when you're anxious and you're alone with your thoughts, you can't sleep. Uh, I so I remember having the, like, you know, I, I was, there was a little while where I was taking NyQuil every night to, to knock myself out. Cause I could not sleep. You ever wake up in the middle of a NyQuil nap? Oh yeah. You are in another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are sitting there. The world feels like maple syrup and <laughs> no, what I would recommend is just mix it with melatonin and then oh, that will really balance it out. Oh, but yeah, not a doctor audience. I mean, as yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do what you do, you get some cough syrup with codeine in it. You take a Nyquil, maybe add a little Jack Daniels, and you don't do that. <laughs> and then you wake up in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> or you don't is the worst case scenario. Melatonin has never yeah. worked for me. me if anything, either. it keeps me up. CBD works. CBD will help me sleep. Yeah. Um, not as well as Ativan did, but. It's nice to not be addicted to benzodiazepines, uh, you know. 
The more you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> do not recommend. Uh, <laughs> melatonin has always worked on me. I've always had like very lucid dreams on melatonin. Mm -hmm. Really? But uh, I always like have very lucid dreams to begin with. Mm -hmm. So when I have melatonin, they're just very lucid, extra lucid, and I don't remember them. Gotcha. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, they always say to keep like a dream journal. Yeah. And I, it's one of those things always on like the to do list, mm -hmm. but I never did. Mm, I've yeah. gotten to the point where I forget my dreams immediately now. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't like think about them right after I wake up, they're gone. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. But, you know, I, I want to get back to the, the demons aspect of this because, you know, we talked about it beforehand. You know, have, have you ever seen like something beyond just a shadow, like a, a physical like manifestation? Yeah, obviously outside of your mom's face melting off, but um, yeah, death melting. Yeah, uh, but have like, has there ever have you ever sat there and you look up and it seems like like a lot of people describe a so, an old lady or something. So this one is very specific, and because um, I'm going back to like that one that sort of repeated over mm -hmm. and over. Um, this is going to be a very very specific reference. Um, that one sort of looked like that episode. Of it's always no no it's always so I'm sorry the fairly odd parents okay those uh, are very different programs yeah I was gonna say uh, well, I will say if Dennis from Always Sunny appeared in my room at night I would immediately assume I was not <laughs> yeah yeah you know he would be the, most... the implication right <laughs> <laughs> okay you keep saying that word <laughs> um it, it it was uh that episode of like uh the fairly odd parents uh -huh. in which no one oddly enough it's the one that mm -hmm. no one um goes to sleep mm -hmm. timmy wishes that everyone could just stay awake it's all been the time. so long um I forgot about this episode and because of that i think every night he wishes like something insane and mm -hmm. like the art becomes extremely trippy yeah i'm vaguely um, remembering this now i vaguely remember it too but like that's the best way i could describe it because when i was going through like that cycle it sort of resembled that mm -hmm. uh the the lucid dreamness of it if you will mm -hmm. um technical terms <laughs> uh, you were like in the cat in the hat world yeah, actually, that's oh, the... Oh, wow, yeah. that's a place and to be. And I'm talking about, like, the live action. Yeah, cat yeah, cat. that's a yeah. place to be. What, but that, that would be more terrifying. Yeah, yeah having, it would be horrifying. Having Mac, Mike Myers with his damn makeup <laughs> and doing his impersonations. Meanwhile, Alec like, Baldwin's uh, chasing you around. You know, it's just not a good time. You're not just wrong. You're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you are with an anthropomorphized cat and a murderer. Yeah. This is... Uh, what a time. <laughs> This is a pre-gun Alec Baldwin. <laughs> so uh, they finish Rust, but Mike Myers is in it <laughs> as the cat in that. No, as the gun. As the oh god. Oh. I'm pretty sure he does fire a gun in that movie, and it comes out with like the bang thing, doesn't it? I do not remember. Mike Myers? No, uh, Alec Baldwin's character. I I feel know. like I remember him firing a gun and does the bang. I just remember like, the one dude from Will and Grace on yeah. there screaming, "You're fired!" That's yeah. And the, the and the old the, the old the old Asian lady who's like watching like Vietnamese Parliament or something. I do remember that. <laughs> the, the babysitter. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like talking about big government, and you're like, "What is this movie?" I need to figure out who wrote that movie, and I need to figure out what drugs they were on. Exactly. I need to write them either an, e an email or give them a call and just ask one question: How? <laughs> you know, film, aside from the drug part. 
uh, all that information is easily attainable. Yeah, true. <laughs> you could easily look up who wrote the movie. Yeah. <laughs> God, but that that requires you know effort. Um, <laughs> I say as if I didn't spend fifty hours researching Roanoke this week. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of. Yeah, that's that's Friday's video, by the way. We actually were recording that and then didn't finish and had to do this, so we're going to be recording that after as well. Yeah, so if you guys re- notice a slight change between us, you know, two cuts of like his hair or something, yeah. you'll know it's because this happened then. Yeah, so <laughs> you'll know precisely what moment the podcast started. Yeah. Uh, um, the other thing I wanted to mention about the sleep paralysis yeah. um, that that was the trippiest vision uh, or hallucination that I've had, um, particularly on sleep paralysis, uh, aside mm-hmm. from like the other sleep stuff um but the biggest part about sleep paralysis that gets to me the most is because biologically speaking your breathing is slowed down because it's still in the sleep phase mm-hmm. um and your mind is awake so because your but you are breathing but it feels like you're not because mm-hmm. you're asleep and thus you're breathing slowly yeah. so you panic um the worst for me because i basically sleep in all positions, mm-hmm. was when I've had sleep paralysis when either half my face is on the pillow Ooh. or my entire face is on the pillow. Uh-huh. That's been the worst in which I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is how I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. um, Smothering myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that yeah. would suck. Yeah, I'm like... Uh, it, I remember in, this, in one particular sleep paralysis episode where I'm like, I'm trying to wake myself up. Mm-hmm. Usually the rule of thumb is like, if you can move like uh no pun intended if you can move like one finger yeah. usually that will wake up like yeah. the entire body um and i was trying to do that while my face was on a pillow and while also accepting like well if this is how i go this is how i go <laughs> um and i was You're desperately wiggling your pinky yeah <laughs> and i was just thinking please, like please <laughs> come on jeff you can do it <laughs> you need me fingers I just assumed it'd be funnier if my finger had a name. Oh, okay. His pinky's Jeffrey Epstein. It's actually really unfortunate. The soul of Jeffrey Epstein transferred into his pinky a couple years back. We haven't been able to exercise it yet. Yeah, we've been Epstein transferred into his pinky a couple years back. We haven't been able to exercise it yet. Yeah, we've been trying to get him out. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie of a a hand being possessed by like a demon, like with starting like Seth Green? That sounds that, that like sounds something that would happen. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I remember it is because back uh, in the days of cable TV, that had a little sex scene that sort of got passed through the censors, and 10-year-old Ariel was very happy oh, to no. see it. <laughs> God, no. feel like you guys should all know this. Yeah, oh, God, it brings me back to, like, you know, just the olden days of cable. Huh? I'm sitting there and, like, Watching Cartoon Network like before bed and falling asleep with it on, you wake up at you know two a.m. and it's like Robot Chicken or they're playing the room or something. like what is going on in front of me. Robot Chicken yeah. was a fever dream of a program, that's for sure. Yeah, that 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 was my sleep paralysis demon. Was I would wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night and I would just see the George Lopez intro. I was oh, yeah. oh, yeah. about yeah. to George Lopez. <laughs> Just laying there in bed, unable to move. Lopez <laughs> theme going. No, it was the uh, no, it was the low rider. 
wasn't it? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. He, he was doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was the tequila one for a second for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was better. That's crazy. <laughs> I know it's a little racist, <laughs> but it was the kind of like subconscious racism, you know? <laughs> You're laying there with sleep paralysis, you just hear the tequila song going, but it never gets to the part where they say tequila. <laughs> that, that, that would, would be That's a form of torture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Dante's Inferno's uh, first circle of hell. <laughs> exactly. So going back da, to da, sleep paralysis da, da, real quick. Da, da. So you've had the situation in which you've gone from within sleep paralysis to being awake. Yes. What is that transition like? Like, what is the difference in feeling aside from moving? Like, can can you tell before you're able to actually move a part of your body, or you know, you get up? Can you tell when the transition has happened? Yeah, and that's actually pretty hard to describe. Um, let's see. So the way I would describe it, like from beginning to end would be, you know, there's that shock. Okay, I'm alive. Um, gosh darn it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just saw there's a someone in the chat's uh, username is Sleep Paralysis David, and they said, no one survives, I'll be back for it. <laughs> you know, man, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Take me now. <laughs> Yes. One, one yes. be wanting your sleep paralysis demon. Like seriously, put sleep an end to it. Demon got hands. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, I, I, you know, I go out of it, and I like, you know, shock. I go through the, um, the, the realization. Okay, Ariel, don't go back to sleep. You read this multiple times. It's been proven. If I don't go right back to sleep, it doesn't happen again. But then I'm like, but I'm tired. Um, and I go back to sleep. And then that's when I, that's the transition feeling that it's sort of hard to describe. Um, hmm, the best way I could describe it, aside from like the pushing down feeling, the, like if I could like put it in another way, is um, for those out there audience, and I don't know about you guys, if you've ever taken ADHD medication, I should. Um, <laughs> really good for me, actually. You ha you have to tell the little the the brief story about that. Oh God, Re I guess real quick. Um, yeah, I tried to get diagnosed with ADD um, because I think I genuinely have ADD and would benefit from a low dose of some sort of focus uh, medication. Mm -hmm. Um, my psychiatrist and I had a conversation, and he gave me a survey to fill out in like february of 2022 i think i gave it to him in july because i kept forgetting i had to do it and he determined that i in fact did not have add <laughs> um, from the survey that took me five months to get to it <laughs> oh good lord yeah uh whew, isn't that fun isn't it fun being uh completely unable to focus but continue with your side of things you're saying what you were you asking about I. Oh, I'm trying to build on like the not focusing. Yeah. Um, the the if you were to take ADHD medication, and for like those in the audience who have, you know that feeling whether it's Adderall, Concerta, Rivance, or what have you, um, that rising feeling. Um, the closest thing I could describe for those who haven't is when you start drinking coffee or an energy drink when the caffeine is starting to hit. Uh, but it's a lot more gradual and a lot more drawn out and a bit more intense. Gotcha. Um, 
Now, this is going to sound weird, but now imagine that in reverse. That's how I, I would imagine that, not imagine, that's how I sort of felt like uh, when I go from uh, waking up to sleep paralysis, going back to bed and sinking back into sleep paralysis. It's sort of like, instead of a rising feeling, it's like a very sinking feeling mm-hmm. that you can feel in your chest. Um, so you can like feel yourself falling asleep. Yeah, but you also feel it in your head. Interesting. Like, um, and I feel my breathing starting to stop. And in even in my head, I'm like, I've, I've said to myself, are you kidding me, Ariel? <laughs> like, like, uh-huh. like, the amount of times I've gone through sleep paralysis, like, mm-hmm. it's just a routine now of sorts mm-hmm. where, like, I don't... I mean, I still panic because, you know, bodily functions. Yeah. Like, if you can't breathe, you panic. But, like, in my head, I'm still like, all right, here we go again. <laughs> Insert that meme from uh, San Andreas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. God, that would be such a weird... I don't even... It just sounds like such an uncomfortable experience to go through. Um one of the ones that I wanted to ask about, uh, because when I read accounts of this, this is the one that strikes me as most of the sleep paralysis stories that mention this end up feeling very fake to me. Do you ever hear, like, what what do you, have you ever had auditory hallucinations and, like, what were they? Not during sleep paralysis. Not no. during sleep paralysis? No. Gotcha. Never. Um, I've gotten, uh, you know, every person's different, mm-hmm. like, and this is something that, there's surprisingly little research on um so um can't say you know just based on my account you can't say like someone else someone else doesn't experience auditory hallucination Mm -hmm. during sleep paralysis when i do experience sleep uh not sleep uh, sorry when i do experience uh auditory hallucination it is usually when i am in phasing from awake to sleep gotcha or when I'm experiencing, like, to say, the symptoms of narcolepsy. I'm not diagnosed yet, so I'm not saying that it is narcolepsy. Mm. But when I'm experiencing one of the symptoms where it's like when I'm randomly dozing off, mm. I hear... It's very hard to describe. It's like sometimes voices. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's unintelligible voices. Gotcha. It's not, like... And... Um, I'm going to use this as a comparison, but keep in mind that I have no experience in this, mm-hmm. and people who are actually suffering through this, it must be absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I read, uh, people who go to like let's say schizophrenia, mm-hmm. when they hear voices, it's like, you know, like it's you were here, like it's yeah. like you were there, and it's like more commanding. Mm-hmm um they're so, speaking to you in your language telling you to do things it's, in it's my not, yeah, yeah when i fin- when i experience my auditory hallucination it's sort of like i don't know like let's say you're in the middle of a concert it's like uh mm. it's in, in, unintelligible yeah you it's it's like being at pjs and like you know you're <laughs> a friday night and you can't tell what anybody's saying for those who don't know, that's yeah. a local bar yeah. that we <laughs> frequent and that's actually yeah. i think that, that's how i met that's you. where we met yeah, yeah. We met at <laughs> Um, I forget how. Maybe you were working the door or something. Um, I was. Uh, you were probably I was, working the door. Demonite. I was the bar back. Oh, or oh no! Uh, before I was the bar back, I was yeah, working. The I think door. that's what it was. Uh, uh, God, I miss emo night. Can't uh, wait for this one. <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, that's like whenever I've read some of these accounts, the the ones that strike me as fake are always a little too detailed, and there's always very pointed language, which is what makes me like 
it, it's always a number of things and usually it ends up being that some like actual sleep expert weighs in on the thread and it's like this seems a little oh, embellished <laughs> um, one thing i forgot to mention sure. actually um about the auditory hallucination um that also differentiates it from like let's say like something like schizophrenia where like in schizophrenia you know it feels like it's someone that, that's next to me like talking or mm -hmm. and it's intelligible and i said it's unintelligible i could tell even in my auditory hallucination that it is not there got it yeah interesting yeah it's um at least i can yeah um again that's just me yeah other people might have other symptoms yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the other thing I wanted to mention. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think that's that, that, that was fantastic. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> we've never we've never gotten Aiden, to sit down and talk about actually experienced what you're fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aiden, you too. Okay, <laughs> both ways. It's the hair oh. for him too. Is like a, it's truly just <laughs> gorgeous. You and you and Milo, you're gonna hit him a run for his money uh, when he's on the show next week. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that show overall. Yeah. Oh, not to just, like, casually drop that. Uh, Mini Minute Man is going to be our guest next week because we're going to be talking about the TV show Ancient Apocalypse with Graham Hancock. Uh, I, I think we're going to spend a little bit of time debating that and then um, a little bit of time uh, making fun of Tartaria people. Got to have something you disagree yeah, about. Exactly, agree about. He, yeah, exactly. He and I definitely have differing opinions, but it'll be it'll be fun because he's a, he's a smart guy um he's got a good sense of humor so i think we'll have a good conversation about it but yeah that's who's going to be the guest next week but for now i think we uh we should transition over to super chats absolutely you know? and it, it we got ariel here right now so if you got questions about sleep paralysis he's he's the guy to ask he's the man with the experience if you have questions about the medical history of sleep paralysis from the middle ages i might be able to help but <laughs> yeah that's a little bit more your that's wavelength or if you just want to ask me about my day that'd be cool too yeah, I, need, sure. I, I, I need the interaction. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, I mean, my, now might be a good time. You want to tell them what uh, what you do, like your, your oh, show and all that? Yes, of course. So for those who don't know, uh, I am one of the hosts, the main host of Swifty Dialogues, another uh, podcast that focuses on comedy. We more focus on the absurdist humor. Uh, we do sort of like parodies and skits. Uh, we just released an episode this Monday on, uh, which is a parody of a new show. It has uh, fake commercials, skits. Great time. Uh, I highly recommend it, but I'm a little biased. Yeah, uh, it's a good show. It's a, <laughs> it's a fun show. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else where you can find podcasts at. Eventually, we're also going to have some animated shorts that, uh, that are going to be based off the That's stuff fun. in the... Thank you. Uh, That's based off the um, jokes that we say in the said podcast. You can follow us at Twitter, at, at Swifty Dialogues. Or Instagram at Swifty Dialogues. Beautiful, excellent. Yeah, go give go go check them out. I promise you won't be disappointed. And if you are, I did. I mean, I'm sorry, but <laughs> if you are, that might be your fault. If, <laughs> if you are, he owes me a drink. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, Alright, getting into the... That's not legally binding, by the way. <laughs> I, would not, I, would not, I would not buy you a drink. I'm not sorry. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, alright. Let's uh, let's take it away with Super Chats. Uh, no, Mr. Thorn Bussy, what you got for us? The first one I got for you is from Young Volio for $10, saying... As opposed to Old Volio? As opposed to Old Volio. Uh, saying, hey guys, I know you didn't read it, but I don't know if you saw it last stream. I just bought my cabin... Uh, Cabin, so in three weeks, I'll have my own lore lodge in the middle of the Ooh. Oregon desert. Any reading recommendations? This is the moment that I was today years old when I learned there's a desert in Oregon. Oh, yeah. 
like the a eastern, sand desert? The eastern half of Oregon is basically like... Like it, Nevada? Not quite, but yeah, it's very... It's in the rain shadow of the uh, most western Rockies. So oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Why there be a desert there? Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It just like it, it makes complete sense. It just yeah. never occurred to me that having there would be... having driven through it, I can confirm. Yeah. There. <laughs> like when I think Oregon, I think like misty forests and mountains. It's actually yeah. kind of crazy because when you go from east to west in Oregon, it's dry for the majority of eastern mm -hmm. Oregon, and then you get to the mountains that are literally just on the edge of it, and everything starts to become a lot more green really quickly. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you see the clouds spilling over oh. the tops of the mountains. Interesting. And it's all mist. And then you go through the mountains to the other side and it's just, you're going through clouds and existing yeah. in like perma rain. Wow. It's, but it's not like heavy rain. It's just like a light mist the whole time. I don't think that's mist, man. I think that's just a whole bunch of people vaping. It might be. Oh, uh, it might be. Uh, you know, I feel like in Oregon they would probably smoke cigarettes just to be cool. Yeah. Like. No, the, there's a lot of people like from California vacation up there. Gotcha. Like I, I specifically was going to California Cannon Beach. Just ruining and... everything. It's <laughs> always. Uh, young They're really the England of the United States. They are. Yeah. So what are we doing here? Like you're recommending, we're each recommending a book. Or? Yeah, I recommend a book. Oh, is that what the yeah, chat was? Any reading recommendations Ooh, was yeah. the main question. Sorry, Sorry. I cut you off. No, no, you're good. No, you yeah. were getting to the point of the question. <laughs> uh, Young Volio, I will say major recommendation is the book that I'm reading right now. It's Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Correct. And honestly, this was really fantastic to read because there are a lot of questions that he poses to himself in there that I've had for myself mm -hmm. uh, for the past few years and just... Things that are kind of reassuring to know that uh, one of the greatest emperors of Rome and one of the, you know, greatest minds of Stoicism and just in general was also asking these questions. And it just kind of makes you realize, A, uh, some things that you might be worried about or some things you might be thinking about or some things you may not be thinking about but may be important to think about are things that not only have been covered for thousands of years, but also by some of the greatest minds and the greatest leaders of all time. And so it may just be a nice uh, North Star in terms of figuring out your own brain and maybe some life goals and where you may want to go. Aiden saw the first 15 minutes of Gladiator, saw Marcus Aurelius, went, oh my God, he's just like me. <laughs> I mean, hey, to be fair, if there's going to be any literally me character <laughs> yeah. that you should actually yeah, no, be. Yeah. No, Marcus Aurelius is great. Uh, over on unqualifiedapparel.com, yeah. I've got a couple of shirts that have Aurelius quotes on them. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, no uh, way. If you, I can get you one if you want. Might um, have to. Yeah, like one's got the... Uh, it is not good enough to like um think about being a good man just be one or whatever the quote is um yep. like there's that one and a couple others i love aurelius uh do you have great any idea any recommendations any, any um yes yeah, so if you're looking for something um a bit more i would say on the factual side non fiction i don't know uh this one is a a, a bit of a, a thick boy um it is guns germs and steel mm, um that is a book that is you may have to get like the audio version of it to be honest because uh thick. it is pretty thick uh it explains sort of uh why european nations got to the point where they are in terms of the world and how it really goes down to the allocation of resources and mm -hmm. the domestication of animals around the world um and how if you really roll the dice it could have been really any other yeah. nation or any other region uh it just happens to be that the Europeans had a lot more domesticatable animals mm -hmm. rather than... Uh, and far oh, arable farmland. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not even the, the Europeans. I would say the, the whole Eurasian continent. Yeah. 
uh, or super continent, I think is the technical term. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend that one. The, the Eurasian landmass, also known as the place that people who don't know anything about history think Tartaria was. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is Tartaria? You need to explain this to me. Uh, there's, like it's probably, it, it is simultaneously my favorite conspiracy theory and my least favorite conspiracy theory. It's my favorite because it is so hilariously stupid. <laughs> and it's my least favorite because the people who believe it are so aggressive about it. Like, mm -hmm. um... The idea, and this is the thing, is originally the idea was that there was a great empire known as Tartary or Tartaria in what is today like Siberia, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan. You're, like, like basically the, uh, Eurasia, uh, yeah. Like mm -hmm. the the Fertile Crescent around there? No, 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 not down there. Up in uh, like northern. My geography northern, stuff. Yeah, stuff. northern Asia. So like uh, um, I'm trying to think, you know, think like Mongolia. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, so over there, they think that there was a great empire called Tartaria, and uh, they point to things like star forts, which were constructed during the Napoleonic era, and we have the blueprints for them, and we know how they were built. Or, uh, for example, the maps that describe this region as Tartary or Tartaria, which the word derives from an ethnic group known as the Tartars or the Tatars that lived in uh, western Russia and, like, Crimea in that area. Uh and so we know we know why they were called that, and they didn't really study past that. They didn't go into the interior of Siberia to find out what was there, so they assumed mm. it was just Tartars the whole way through and called mm. it Tartaria. Uh, so we know why that's there. And um, they posit that all of this was wiped away by a great mud flood, um, and that all of it was buried beneath the ground, except for some of it, and then everyone covered it up except forgot to take it off of the maps. Uh, it's We'll talk about it in depth. Next okay, week, I'm yeah. very much looking forward. It, it ranges from there was a kingdom that for some reason everybody decided to pretend it never existed, all the way to the Chicago World's Fair was the last gasp of Tartaria, and all of their buildings were destroyed and built on top of. And they'll use pictures of like I think my favorite was I saw one yesterday. They had a picture of back when they were constructing the visitor center for the Capitol, which is underground, on the east side of the Capitol. And they've got all of these, like, you know, excavators and everything out there. And they're like, look, they were covering up Tartaria. And I'm like, that was in 2007. <laughs> we were here. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have remembered if they were covering up a global empire from the past when I was 10. <laughs> you know, like, that probably would have occurred to me. Fair. Uh, yeah, but no, so I will, it's, it, it's a, oh boy. Uh, it's a lot. I'm, I'll, it, I'm looking forward to it. It's like, if you took... If you took all of the stuff about Atlantis that is even remotely believable because Atlantis was supposed to exist so long ago and then moved it up to, like, 1964, that's Tartaria. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they, they say uh, the, 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 Winnipeg, the Winnipeg City Hall. Um, the old one, very ornate, you know, beautiful architecture. The new one's, you know... As all new things created by the government are, it was boring and made out of bricks. Uh, I don't know what it is about it being in government, but I guess it just sucks all of the artistic soul out of you, even if you're being hired to it's, design something. Uh, called design by committee. Yeah, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. it, it looks terrible. But what they're saying is, you know, oh, the old Winnipeg City Hall, was that was built by the Tartarians. And it's like, that was demolished in 1964 or 1967 or something like that. And it mm -hmm. was... It was constructed in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
Um, but no, they'll they'll find buildings or facades underground, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, why are those there?" And it's like, well, before we had excavators and backhoes and wrecking balls when we needed to you know build on top of something that was unstable or reuse land or something like that we would just bury it in dirt and then build on top of it well i never knew that actually yeah. young volio just said i asked for a reading rec and this man started ranting about tartaria i yeah, love basically. it <laughs> uh, but for a reading recommendation uh i've got the unseen realm by michael heiser sitting over there um which is phenomenal if you're if you're interested in the more supernatural aspects of christianity uh, and Judaism, this is this is a phenomenal book. Unfortunately, Michael Heiser passed away a couple of weeks ago. I, I you know, he's, I really do. I looked up to the guy so much. Um, he's he's one of those people that yeah, sure, uh, who really you know inspired me a lot. But he goes into all of the the stuff about angels and demons and the spiritual warfare that is supposed to be going on around us and the you know things like the Nephilim and the angels and all of these aspects that you don't really hear about in Sunday school. Um, so he's, if you like weird Bible, if you like the weird Bible podcast, you would really like Michael Heiser. Mm. Uh, if you're looking for fiction, uh, the Saxon Chronicles by Bernard Cornwell are some of the most accessible historical fiction books I've ever read. And some of the most exciting, they are the basis for the hit Netflix show, uh, the last kingdom. So if you liked that show, the books it's based on are the Saxon Chronicles by Bernard Cornwell fantastic books i think i read all nine of them that were out when i was in high school in like four weeks uh -oh. what can't read <laughs> <laughs> also yeah, for but... those for those who haven't asked yet and probably will i have the first copy of the rangers apprentice series i haven't gotten to it yet i will i promise here you go thanks sir yeah, all right uh, those are my recs uh, the next question. We also, from... Oh, by the way, we have on Amazon. If you go to amazon.com slash uh, shop slash Aiden Mattis, mm -hmm. it's in the link in the in the description in the, the link tree. Um, but if you go there, we have a, a reading list. We have books oh, that you, right. can, you can buy and that helps support the channel. Love that. Uh, next question is from uh, Nick Seinlander for $5 saying, I remember the one time I got sleep paralysis. I remained calm largely because I heard about it through memes. Hey, you know, memes are saving lives. They do be saving lives. Uh, Lucario slash Lucario. Sorry if I got one of those wrong. Lucario. Uh, Flair for $5 said, Who remembers that time Joker summoned Satan and saved everyone on Christmas Eve? I, I certainly don't. <laughs> huh? Like Joker from Batman? I assume so. I would assume so. If anybody was going to remember that, I would expect it to be you, Mr. DC man. <laughs> <laughs> bold of you to assume uh right you're more of a superman simp superman the tri I, I love all simper things man. let's be real simperman i just got a poster of him for 20 bucks I'm you are a simperman yeah oh yeah. god yeah especially if his uh actors portrayed or the character portrayed yeah. by the actor henry cavill along with the, pretty much anything else that man does anyway. aiden is not gay unless Unless Henry Cavill is in a TV show, yeah. Henry Cavill is Henry Cavill. Anyway, twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> exactly, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> Jason Mismer for four ninety nine said, "I live in Philadelphia, so gotta support the local content creators. Oh, love the work you. you guys do. Thank you. We love you right back. Cheers. Thank you. We are we are working on organizing something fun um, for for Philadelphia like area people. Um, I'm." I'm hoping to get it pulled off this summer. I yeah. don't think I've even talked to you at, at length about this. Nope. But yeah, there's a, there's a <laughs> couple of things. It depends on when something's coming out. 
if I can get mm. uh, that certain something uh, screened at a certain local historic theater. That would if I be can, sweet. then we will have a, a fun little uh, little night and meet and greet thing. But yeah. That'd be sweet. Uh, Kilroy was here for 199 said, do a video on the Devil's Tramping Ground. I wrote it down. He did write it down. I also made a mental note. That's uh, the Devil's Tramping Ground, for those of you who don't know, is there... It's actually one specific spot, but there's multiple spots like this. Um, mm. But there's one particularly famous one where there's just circles of ground where nothing grows oh at all like and it'll be in the middle of a very fertile field and it'll be a perfect circle and nobody knows why uh is how the story goes knowing us we will probably find out particularly why it happens yep Uh, (laughs) that's our aim Uh we'll definitely get some soil samples and have them tested definitely (laughs) sure Uh, are you worried about removing demon soil? Is that your concern? No, I don't know how we're going to get all the way to the Devil's Tramping Ground to take soil samples. Where is it? Not here. <laughs> well, yeah, I would assume it's somewhere there, but... Pretty sure it's in, like, North Carolina or something. Oh, it's we can do that. But it's multiple of them, right? Yeah. Here, let me see. Um... What's the closest one? <laughs> Devil's Tramping Ground near me on Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is North, North Carolina. It is the, uh, the OG uh, Bear Creek, North Carolina. All right, we can make that work. Yeah, it's not far from uh, Tennessee, so yeah. could maybe. Oh, that would be a fun collab. Yes, I'll reach out to. I'll reach out to the goon. Yep, <laughs> the goon. The goon. Uh, golden. All right. Uh, K Android for ten dollars said, "I'd be interested in an episode on of Janissaries. I believe it is Janissaries. Janissaries, if it, uh, possible at some point. Yep. The idea of uh, brainwashed Christians who are high status is crazy to me. Yeah, and slaves." Oh yeah, they would uh they would kidnap um young boys from the Greeks. The Turks did. Mm. Uh, they would kidnap young boys from the Greeks who were of course Christian. Yep. And uh, they they wouldn't really even I mean I, I I can't totally remember. I don't think they worked to convert them to Islam. Um, but they basically were enslaved, but they were treated pretty well for slaves, and they fought as uh, as soldiers that they just brainwashed from youth to fight for the Ottoman Empire. Sounds like reverse Jedi. So they were allowed to keep their faith? I uh, I believe so. Um, it's been a while. I haven't looked into them that deeply. It it it's one of those things where like I'm medievalist, so I understand late antiquity pretty well, and like you know some of the early modern period. But there, are not quite your time period. Anything after like fifteen forty six is kind of iffy for me. Fair. Uh, Logan Seether for $2 said, just discovered your channel day. Stick chat, fam. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we got some medication for the chat. <laughs> uh, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for $5 said, sleep paralysis might be an overactive fight or flight response when entering REM sleep, the mind not feeling safe and the body responding with shock. That is one of the theories. Yeah. That is, that is one of the common ones. Plans for $5 said, once had a flying lucid dream, went to my dad who said, cool, too bad this is a dream, and it woke me up. Rap <laughs> I love him so much. That is, that is great. Good to, know that I, the, good to know the common theme here is that uh, we all have shitty flying dreams. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but that for some reason has the same energy as that one post where it's, you cannot kill me in a way that matters. <laughs> <laughs> where somebody just dreamed that, like yeah. somebody's saying that, dude. That's fantastic. You cannot kill me in any way that matters. Oh, that's wild. What does that mean? <laughs> it goes so hard that I don't know what it means. Uh, Noah Isaac for $5 said, I used to lucid dream, but instead of flying, I could jump super high 
Also had a dream where I was chased by a giant sandwich like KND. I think that means kids next door. I mean, sounds about right. Mm. I remember the kids next door episode where they like made like snacks out of like pink eye eye crust. I don't, but that's horrific. Yeah, I was was only vaguely allowed to watch Cartoon Network as a child. I watched it all the time. Specifically Scooby Doo. That's like the only Cartoon Network show my parents let me watch. I loved Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I was a Spongebob kid. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Nick Highlander for $2 said, I used to have monthly lucid dreams. That's deeply unfortunate for I you. Wish. I'm sorry. Well, they're on schedule. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, like, like getting your period. Yeah, it's the clock in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, Chappy Grimdark for two dollars said, "I sometimes lucid dream right before I wake up. That makes sense because that you're is kind of semi awake. Yeah. yeah, that that is right when you're going to sleep and when you're waking up are very common for both lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis. Hmm. Which is why a lot of people think the two might be connected. Makes sense. Ryan Witt for five dollars said, "Will we get a uh, God hates the IRS in a muscle tee? <laughs> I, can uh, I need to. I need that to be the best rest at my gym slash jo- old job slash possibly future job. Love you, boys. Thank you. Yeah, we should. We really should. We should. Do we still have the Lift Lodge uh, muscle tee? I think I, those are up. Yeah, I haven't seen it recently. Honestly. I'm pretty sure those are up. If okay. you, yeah, I spring is so painful to search for stuff on." Fair. Like, even if you search for something, it won't come up, so yeah, you kind of just have to scroll. Uh, that Purple Daddy for $2 said, First Super Chat, Weird Bible is my favorite. Well, thank you. How'd you like it? Well, that's one of my favorite shows that we do, too. Yeah, it's very fun. If you haven't followed the new Weird Bible channel, the Weird Bible has its own channel now. It is the Weird Bible. <laughs> How do I follow it? You follow it here on YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go subscribe to the Weird Bible. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's, it's going to be getting its own more Lodge style videos once a month, uh, soon. We're, we're kind of rolling stuff out. Uh, yep. the, the History Hut, um, is getting a video this month. Drunk Folklore History is getting a video this month. Uh, Weird Bible, I am shooting for June to have that first actual video up. Got it. Yeah, it's a, we got to stagger it out. Stagger yeah. things out. Yeah, we're trying to make our schedules actually work. Uh, Alec Katori for four ninety nine said, "Love the videos. Started watching on TikTok about the time of the first Wendigo video. Gonna watch when I get off work. Forgot headphones today. Oh, well, thank you. Hope you enjoy when you get to this question answer period." Uh, Devin Okel, I uh, believe, for five dollars said, "Hey y'all, I have an a- active sleep paralysis. Many of my experiences are similar to what y'all described, but my demon sits in the corner speaking to me. My immediate question is, what does it say?" <laughs> what would you like to say to it yeah and that's what i'd wonder is like is is it coherent yeah is it saying words to you or is it gibberish does it sound like a language that you don't speak like you know if you sit there and like if the demons across the room speaking mandarin to me then i'm like all right that's a language yeah. If the demons across the room going like, I know it's scatting. Yeah, I was going to say, so it's, it's like, it's a scat man? Like, yeah. scat man? I'm scat man. The hat man is there to fend off the scat man. <laughs> oh. Now it all makes sense. Hat That's man. why he's sitting on your chest. Hat man versus scat man, 1v1. I would love to see it. Rap battles. Mr. Autobot390 for $5 said, the movie you guys were talking about is called Idle Hands. Oh, yeah, the one with Seth Green and the, uh, mm. 
the one where 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 I saw my my first pair of uh funny bags. Um, <laughs> what a term! Funny bag. Incredible. I don't know. That, I don't know why he just said that. that that's what I felt that's on the inside. <laughs> you you gotta say what works for you. The terminology matters. Uh, your boy for four ninety nine said, "I've had sleep paralysis before, and I've always heard either someone behind me running towards me." Never ending or a slight chuckle. Also, bussy. 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 It has to be said. Bussy. He is Thorn Bussy. Yes. Read by the bussy. Uh, any comments on that? What, I'm sorry. Can you reread it? Yeah. I, the ringing is still. Yeah, no, I got you. I have really bad tinnitus right now because I went to see my old band play and uh, stood far too close to the stage, did Stacy's mom with them, and then uh, now I can't hear. I saw the the Facebook stories, man. Yeah. Yeah, you were you weren't close to the stage. You were on the stage. Yeah, I was on the stage at one yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't. It, you can tell that I could not hear anything because a I totally missed a couple of the notes, and b I'm an octave too high on the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Which, on the one hand, like that's really funny that I was an octave too high. I'm impressed with myself Fair. that I was an octave too high because that's like, damn, that's impressive. <laughs> it's, it's some range. Uh, so the question was, I've had sleep paralysis before, and I've always heard either someone behind me running towards me, never ending, or a slight chuckle. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> that. Just hearing, like... <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like a regular dream. Uh, are you sure? Are you sure you hear that? Wait, wait, wait. It could, no. yeah. <laughs> are, are you sure you weren't being visited by one of the lore lads? Oh, God. the Yule lad? The Yule lad, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was say, the lore lads is us. Yeah. Are we in his Not room? us. <laughs> the Yule lads. Like, maybe Spoon Licker or... Uh, or yeah, uh, uh, doorway Sniffer. Yep. Um, yeah. Pot Scraper. Yeah, candle stealer. Yep. Who are these people? The Yule Lads. <laughs> the Yule Lads. They're Icelandic Christmas goblins. Yes. Ah, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm not sure why you're surprised. I'm not surprised. You're I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, do, you, do you not have any strange Christmas goblins from your culture? My mom always called me the goblin. <laughs> we don't think you're strange. Uh, Ish. Uh, Juliana Mizrahi uh, for... 599 euro uh said i saw a woman standing in front of my door when i woke up i wasn't paralyzed and could move slash was awake did i see a ghost or was it sleep paralysis well if you could move it is by definition not sleep paralysis so uh that leans towards ghost yeah sorry you're haunted yeah i would uh i I would maybe call a priest yeah (laughs) the catholics have the trained ones yeah, but but not 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 like the touchy ones. Yeah, we we were told by uh, our Orthodox priest friend that they don't really train for exorcisms. They just have a book with a bunch of prayers in it, and mm-hmm. one of them is a prayer for if you got demons. <laughs> <laughs> you walk that. around the house reading the demon prayer, being like, "Hey, get out of here!" That's you know, what's funny <laughs> about like the power that? Power of uh, Christ compels you. <laughs> one of the one of the traditions that I grew up on mm-hmm. is um, in Dominican culture. Is called an Ora Santa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, uh, till this day, I cannot find where it is rooted from. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, I grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's called an Ora Santa. How do you spell that? H-O-R-A-S-A-N-T-A. So I'm, I'm curious, I'm going to look into that. It's, it's It literally translates to a saintly hour okay so but what they would do is is the stuff that you will find they will go into your home they will bless everything mm-hmm. 
and they will try to instill the power of God in you or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like something that you will see like similar to the Orthodox do. Yeah, and like my every time I see someone like go through it, like they always pass out because like, <laughs> they, they feel the power yeah. of God. And me being the ten year old atheist boy that I was, <laughs> I'm like, I you wanna your edgy atheist phase early. <laughs> oh, I I've always known. Um <laughs> But like I, I'm, I was always the one like, mainly, mainly this is the, uh, um, uh, uh, foreshadowing sort of uh, my, <laughs> my 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 interest in certain substances, oh, or just me trying to be edgy. But I was like, I want to try that. I want to see if I feel it. Mm-hmm. I was not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a very sort of fundamental. I want to say Catholic, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I, as as far as any other Catholic traditions, like whether it's Meth- Mexican Catholic, yeah. Irish Catholic, I have not seen it anywhere else. Interesting. So, so it's totally Dominican. Yeah, I, as far as I know, that's interesting. Hmm. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one from Juliana for twenty three ninety nine euro. Uh, Thank you. Where do you th- or where do you think happens when we sleep? Do you think our soul is astral projecting? I see many recurring characters in my dreams, and they're super vivid. I've been reading Carl Jung, and it's an intriguing topic. Yeah, I was. My instinct was going to be like, if if you're curious about what happens during sleep, Freud and Jung both have some really interesting theories about that. But there's also the scientific element of sleep being vital to uh, our memory pathways and connecting our neural networks, and essentially, yeah. you know, helping us to a the body repairs itself, and b uh, the mind kind of reinforces different memory pathways from things that we've learned throughout the day. Yeah. I I don't think that your like your soul is going anywhere. I think that you're possibly like just you know your your brain is is working to understand things mm-hmm. and a lot of the time it visualizes it. Uh you know I've I've heard some intriguing stuff about astral projection and the idea of out of body experiences, but when it comes to just normal sleep, I would I would think that there would be no and, and even if you read like Aquinas or Avicenna or any of the medieval philosophers when they talk about the, the the concept of the soul and how it is related to the body and the mind and all of that, um, the the idea is not necessarily that there is a that your soul leaves your body, but rather that your soul inhabits your body. And if it were to leave, your body would likely die, but your soul would still remain intact. So I, I I I have a hard time thinking that you know, lucid dreaming or something like that just involves your soul leaving your body. I I think that the scientific explanation that you know you're you're just experiencing your brain trying to work stuff out in your subconscious and your conscious mind is being dragged along for the ride kind of makes sense. The best way I could put it, um, at least for like the scientific reason, analogy time. Mm-hmm is when you have a plasma TV on on the same program or pause for a long time and there's a little bit of an after image when you turn it off that's basically dreaming that's a good good point yeah. uh Christmas loving engineer for ten dollars said got the stream time right tonight lol PS my dog loves Archie he always perks up whenever he sees him on the TV no that's great Archie Archie you're loved you're loved come here come here come see us Oh, no. he's, he's very happy just he's, laying he's there. He's chilling. Yeah, he very much is. Uh, Goofer Trooper for four ninety nine said, Do you guys know anything about any flesh pedestrians in Washington? I have a very sus-looking deer that doesn't quite look right and keeps waiting around my car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about, like, 
How sus are we talking? Yeah, uh, first of all, what? Uh, so yeah, I will say this: uh, if you see a deer that is behaving strangely, don't approach it um, for a number it, of reasons. It, most importantly, chronic wasting disease, which you probably won't get unless you eat it. But still, rabies exists. If you see an animal behaving in a manner that you that that is unusual, unexpected, something like that, um, call animal control. Do do not try to approach it yourself. Uh, the 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 likelihood that it has rabies is is too high. You know, there just don't take that risk. But what if um, it won't kisses? If it has rabies, that's somehow worse. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I would not approach an animal like that. As far as folklore of the area goes, I do not know of anything involving uh, deer from the area. I of course am not. You know, I don't know everything. So maybe I just don't know about it. Maybe it's a local thing. But, uh, you know, it sounds like you're you're kind of seeing the same thing that's described as the Appalachian not deer, which would not be Skinwalker or Wendigo, anything along those lines in terms of folklore. But rather, uh, you know, pro the not deer thing is probably chronic wasting disease. A lot of the time, stuff that appears to be supernatural in some sense ends up being um, naturally explainable. Not all the time. There's definitely some stuff that happens that I... I, to this day, I'm like, I don't see a reasonable scientific explanation for that. I mean, what is it, the, you know, any technology uh, or, you know, scientific understanding that we don't yet fully grasp is is going to seem like magic um, is kind of the idea. What? Why are you looking at me like that? You know what I just realized? What? Who are we? I don't know. They usually say that we're like real life Sam and Dean, but not as cool. What? What? small group of investigators that usually goes into paranormal situations uncovers them to be a completely normal and explainable thing. Mythbusters? No. Ghost Hunters? No. Ghost Pacers? We're the Scooby gang. Zoinks. And Archie is our Scooby. Oh my gosh. You're right. But neither what? of us are stoners. So only one of us can be Fred. Which of us... Which of us is... Also, which incarnation of the Scooby gang? Yeah. Great question. Definitely not the Velma one. No. 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 I, I, I like What's New Scooby-Doo mainly because of the theme song, yes, but I also same. feel like that was when the Scooby-Doo era was at its peak. Yeah. Uh, it my, my, my John was uh, uh, a pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Um, but... Oh, my God. That would make... That would make Max and Kat the... Um... Velma and Daphne? No, 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 no. They're the... Um... <laughs> They're the Hex Girls. <laughs> Don't do not tell either of them that. <laughs> They're absolutely they way too excited about it. Oh, that's the goal. Oh boy. Um. Oh man. Oh, that's funny. Maybe you're the incarnation of like Scooby Doo at the movies, where like they usually have like a guest every now and again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, can I be Donuts? <laughs> now that's a that's that's a reference. I, I those those original two Scooby Doo movies from the early two thousands are still two of my all time favorite movies. The live action one, yeah. I and honestly, I think the second one's better. Really, I think the sequel is better than the original. We need to have a rewatch of that. Yeah. Maybe that's what when we do our movie watching the yeah, Discord thing, I, we watch them. If you have not gone back and rewatched the early two thousands, uh, Scooby Doo, uh, Return to Spooky Island, and um, Monsters Unleashed. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, they are good movies. I they are so fun to watch. The soundtrack is done by like Simple Plan, which is just <laughs> uh, you know, what's they did What's New Scooby Doo yeah. in like 2003, 
And then in 2004, when Monsters Unleashed came out, they were like, hey, do you guys want to do, like, the the main song for the, the part where the gang breaks up and, you know, they need to... Like, and so Don't Want to Think About You, uh, which is a Simple Plan song from 2004, is in that movie. And I'm not sure if they wrote the song and then uh, Scooby-Doo took it. Yeah. Or if Scooby-Doo had them write the song, but it's actually really good. Yeah. But the context when you're listening to it, that it might not be a, about a girl, but about the rest of the Scooby-Doo gang <laughs> is so funny. Like, that is so you know when you come across a song you're listening to and you're like, oh, that's a good song about love, and this is about Jesus. Like, yeah, you, know, yeah, you know when yeah. that happens? Yeah. Uh, it's like that, but with Scooby-Doo. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's what I thought about when I listened to WAP for the first time. I was like, oh, this is actually about... About God? Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified. All I can say is my favorite Scooby-Doo early 2000s movie was the What's New Scooby-Doo movie where they went to Scotland for Nessie. Yeah. Love Yo, that one. WAP, but it's wet-ass Poseidon and it's about Greek mythology. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that'll be a donation goal for March, which we haven't made yet. Um, we don't even know... wet-ass Poseidon. I don't even know. Where did we get to in February for donation goals? Uh, well, we're going to have to check. I feel like it was between 2,000 and 2,500. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, all I want to say on, uh, on the to bookend the, that that Scooby Doo uh, conversation, mm-hmm. just uh, justice for Scrappy uh, Scrappy yeah. Doo. Yeah, I think they True. really did him dirty. Cartoon Scrappy or movie Scrappy? Movie Scrappy. Yeah, yeah. Movie, movie Scrappy had it rough. Cartoon yeah. Scrappy. Isn't it a wonder? Isn't it a wonder why he was so salty? <laughs> <laughs> He was a puppy. Of course he's going to piss places. Yeah, true. 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 Yeah. Archie perked up when you said that. <laughs> Archie looks very vaguely awake right now. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes come twitching. Here. Come here. Come here. Come see us. He doesn't no? have the energy. Uh, why is he winking at us? He's not. He's blinking, but his one eye is just way more closed <laughs> than the other. Uh, no, Isaac for $2 said, Tartar? Tartar sauce? Mini Minotaur is allergic. Huh? <laughs> Tartar, tartar sauce, mini minotaur is allergic. See, that's something I feel like the sleep paralysis demon would whisper in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just he's like, tartar, tartar sauce, <laughs> mini minotaur is allergic. And then he just yeah, yeets himself out the door. <laughs> oh, wait, you, gotta, you can't forget that. <laughs> no, <it's> just... <laughs> tartar sauce. <laughs> it sprints towards you. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for five dollars said, "The devil is in Angel Twenty Three. Got this weird message in a dream, and it disappears instantly. Came out of the blue. Thoughts. The devil is in Angel Twenty Three. Yes. Can you write that down? Because I'm gonna need yep. to look into that tomorrow and see if there's anything there. The devil is in Angel Twenty Three. I'm going to look into that because that sounds like something that actually could be something. Yep. It's, it is just cryptic enough to sound biblical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now if something was whispering that to his consciousness while he was sleeping, what does that suggest biblically or spiritually in terms of Christianity? If there's some, like a person doing it or something else, something else, uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and interpret something I haven't looked into yet. Fair enough, fair enough. I just wasn't sure if there was any <laughs> no, indication right I off the bat. I have absolutely no idea. I've never heard of something like that, but fair. it is 
it is one of those things that sounds like it easily could have been in Revelation, so might as well look into it. Which would be concerning, mm -hmm. if that's happening. Uh, Jack Garcia... Oh, it's kind of just a, one of the main like theories about Revelation from a theological standpoint, is that we're currently living through the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, and that everybody thinks that it's all going to happen at once, and instead it's like, no, no it's just been ongoing. Mm. So... Hooray. What yeah. a tease. There's there's a few points in Revelation that we definitely haven't hit yet. One is cashless society. We're getting close. We are getting close, yeah. Another one is uh, everyone will bear the mark of the beast in either their hand or their forehead. Uh, which, that sounds a lot like RFID chips or Neuralink. So, um, yep. yeah. But uh, to, just to be very clear, do not try to interpret Revelation. Nope. If anybody else did try to interpret Revelation, do not listen to anything they say, because there is no no interpreting that book. I took a semester-long 400-level seminar on it. All we did for the entire course was read the book of Revelation and discuss it in context with the other books of the Bible. One thing we all agreed was... There's absolutely no way anyone makes sense of this. Uh, the book has been known about since like 70 AD. It's like mm -hmm. 70 to 90 AD that we believe it was written. Mm -hmm. It has been around for 2,000 years and nobody has figured it out yet. The, the theological answer to how do you interpret Revelation is you don't. Word. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing a good job at it already. <laughs> exactly. So then, my only question in that regard, and then we'll move on to the next, is if if there is no point in trying to interpret Revelation with the mentality of it was not meant to be interpreted, mm -hmm. why would it exist to begin with? Um, to tell you that the end times are going to come, and to give you an idea of what they're going to look like. Is it possible that um? I shouldn't say I should say this. Don't try to interpret the symbolism Got in it. Revelation. Mm. When it says that a great beast with seven heads emerges from the sea, don't try to figure that out. But when it says there will be a cash there will be no money. Well, that one's easy enough. That's pretty literal. Yeah. Like probably. But that's the problem is you got to remember this is a book that was written in the late 1st century AD in Greek. If you think that you are going to understand every single bit of context, all of the symbolism, as it's been translated into English, uh, if you're reading in English, then the earliest direct to English example is 1611. If you think that 1600 years later, you're going to understand all of the references, all of the uh, colloquialisms, all of the symbolism, and precisely what it meant to a guy living on the Isle of Patmos in 70 AD, you're insane. Well, yeah, that's uh, linguistics, like, one-on-one. Yeah. Like, direct translations don't always oh, no. work out, it, it, especially for something that's been retranslated so many times. But I guess you know, my question would be, like, I'm I, I'm no theologian, mm -hmm. but um, maybe would you think that maybe the uh, the fact that, we're, that it's continuously being discussed mm -hmm. and continuously being tried to be interpreted... Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the purpose? It, it would definitely, the, the consistent discussions on it, and this is one of the reasons that we know that the Bible has not been edited in any significant capacity, is that we have the discussions about it dating back to the second century. So that's kind of like, it, it definitely helps preserve it, and it definitely furthers the interpretation and all of that. But most likely you're going to understand things in Revelation, assuming that Christianity is true. You know, because mm -hmm. I know that not everybody believes that. 
But if Christianity is correct, then you're really only going to understand the symbolic stuff in Revelation when it happens. So the idea that it's it's given to you not so you can try and predict the future. It's given to you so you can understand the present. What are your thoughts on... I can't remember if it was Da Vinci or Nostradamus, but there's it, predictions for the future in relation to... Uh, Nostradamus got a few things right. He also got a large number of things completely wrong. Mm. Broken clock is right twice a day. Fair enough. Uh, Jack Garcia for 199 said, when's the next drunk folklore? Oh, you're about to be really Some, happy. Sometime very soon. Yep. Yeah, I don't know how far along you are. Uh, I'm planning to have it done and ready to go for... For uh, St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Beautiful. Yep. Uh, VV Tran says for $5, would y'all be interested in receiving a painting from me in the Ooh. near future? Working on one now, and I think it'll look swag on stream. Yes. yes, we have to set up a new P.O. box. I can handle that if you want. Yeah, yeah I would we're... love for you to handle that. Yep. So, yeah, nice I'll be sending, I will be setting up a new P.O. box. We love the idea of getting fan mail. When we were getting it way back when, it was awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to get more. Uh, we're excited. We were considering doing an unboxing video once a month. So. Yeah, we, we're going to do like a mailbag video. Yeah, so if you guys want to send us stuff, we'll look to try and do one of them once a month, and we'll be excited to open stuff up from y'all. Uh, let's see. Ooh, right, that's the one thing I wanted to say really quick about uh, the revelation issue, because what you mentioned with linguistics. Um, while I've been researching for the Roanoke video, uh, there, it, keep in mind, this is less than 500 years old. It is early modern English. It is understandable English if you read it. Definitely sounds a little funny, and the spellings are a little weird. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is, it's like reading Shakespeare, mm -hmm. where it's it's clearly, it's clearly modern English. It is not Middle English, it is not Old English, you're not reading Chaucer or Beowulf. Um, but, for example, uh, one of the, I, th I think it's John White, ends up sending uh, a little task force inland to look for something. And he picks some of the ambitious and brave men. But the word used in 1588, 1590, to, to mean brave and ambitious, do you want to guess what it is? I really don't. It's lusty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So reading this in, in our modern period, when you hear that he sent, you know, several lusty men inland, <laughs> that, that implies a completely different sequence of events yep. as opposed to what actually happened. It's very much like, so so if just 500 years ago we were confused imagine going back 2000 you're gonna you're gonna have all sorts of stuff that doesn't make any sense yeah, i like that example a lot <laughs> uh also really quickly just because it's touching on a previous question alice h said uh uh, looked it up just a moment ago. Angel 23 is a tarot message that encourages you to believe in yourself and your natural ab abilities. And what was the line? Uh, the devil is in Angel 23. I think we just figured out precisely what that means. Don't believe in yourself? <laughs> um, well, tarot cards are witchcraft. Uh, <laughs> witchcraft is not exactly something you're supposed to do um, if you're right. a Christian. So the idea that something would say in your ear... The devil is in Angel Twenty Three mm. would basically mean that the devil is in basically a a tarot card telling you that mm. is the devil speaking to you. Mm. Um, which the the Bible also tells you to believe in yourself and be you know you know you know strive to be a good person. 
but it's for much it's not supposed to be an affirmation necessarily Mm. it's supposed to be a suggestion that you work on yourself whereas that sounds more like an affirmation yeah so that's kind of where that little split happens it's Um, it's the difference of you know accept who you are now versus striving to be the best version of yourself exactly so what that would mean is that the devil is angel 23 if that you know assuming you're not yanking our chain but you know if everything you just said is true then what that probably is is happening is some something is telling you you know don't just accept yourself as you are strive to be better like be happy you know don't hate yourself but Mm. but strive to be better whereas that sounds more like you know oh you don't need to change anything yeah like which is very rarely the case there are far there are very few perfect people in this world (laughs) are there any uh biblically no biblically no (laughs) well there was one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. like, who was it Fair. jesus ah spoiler alert <laughs> um dude the book's been out for a few thousand years <laughs> sorry but it's really it's really more like 1700 but that's getting into the weeds yeah uh, uh your boy for 199 said any plans on having an exorcist on the show Bussy. they really like throwing that in there they do we uh we talked about it we had a priest on the show you said you knew a catholic priest i know a catholic priest and i know does he know an exorcist he may I also know somebody who... Uh, Get the Catholic priest on the show, and then we can connect with his exorcist. I also know a theologic um, teacher who studied at Trinity, taught at Harvard, Damn. Uh, that we might be able to get on the show as well. That'd be awesome. Yep. He, he mainly focuses on uh, Judaism and Christianity. Cool. So. Yeah. But I would love to have an exorcist on. We seem to find one. Yeah. And we all see him. Yeah. yeah. Want to come on the show? Yeah, that's that's another big step. I say him because the Catholics only have hymns. Yes. Did you, did you get the joke? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's dual, <laughs> dual, dual ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There. Yep. The hymns. Him and hymns. Uh, yep. Yeah. I just got uh, <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Uh, Agamemnon's gym bag for five dollars said, "Looks like I'm a bit late tonight." Yeah, but at least you made it. Yeah, I mean, you were you you were busy with Agamemnon at the gym. Clearly. I hope you hit a new PR tonight. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He's the bag. Fair, right? I hope he hit it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Comic Nut sixty four for twenty dollars said, "Don't know, uh, don't know what to make of this, but had a nightmare slash sleep paralysis about me hunting a furry wearing a suit made of fresh animal skins, and its face opens up like the thing. It ended up with me firing around into my ceiling. Like he fired around into his ceiling in real life. Great question." Like, like around from your gun or yeah. like yeah, probably. Uh, like a load like, you know what you stop gonna... it right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stop that uh, I'd, these, I'd are, these are the questions <laughs> uh, can you reread it yeah I uh, uh, had a nightmare sleep paralysis about me hunting a furry wearing a suit made of fresh animal skins and its face opens up like the thing it ended up with me firing around into my ceiling I believe that was probably in uh, I was gonna say it might be in the sleep the, paralysis nightmare, but like it could be, he could have actually fired a round off. It seems it's not in, impossible that he would do that. Um, yeah. uh, give us a little more context. Let us. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to think there. Um, fresh animal skins. It's a little ironic if you think about it. Yeah, um, no, I thought that was kind of entertaining. At least, yeah, you, you became the skinwalker to hunt the furry. <laughs> uh, no, the furry became the skinwalker. No, he said it was fre- He was in the fresh animal skin. No, 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 no. Oh, the furry was wearing the fresh animal. Oh, skin. oh so I he was hunting a skinwalker. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and its face opened up like the thing. That's terrifying. Yeah. I. Uh, 
I mean, I think that is... Uh, yeah, wait, you're not hunting a furry with fresh animal skins. You're just hunting a skinwalker. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, a lot of people say follow your dreams. You probably shouldn't. Yeah. You know, I... I uh, well, but hunting his dreams might be beneficial for everybody. Yeah, true. A little bit more of the optimist. I'd say do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Bacon Snake sixty four for four ninety nine said, "In terms of hearing stuff, I always hear blood curdling screams, and it's not those types of screams, but that storm life." Ah, oh boy. Yep. Yikes. We know what you mean, but I'm we'll sorry. <laughs> I remember dorm life. Oh yeah, don't we all? All right, let's make sure you got it. Uh, next one is from uh, Girk Roleplay for $5. Says, what is your guys' favorite Greek mythological creatures for all three of you and not just Mattis? Very sticky breath. Uh, favorite mythological, Greek mythological creatures? Yes. I would say mine would be... I've always liked the... Is the Minotaur one of them? Yeah. Okay, yes. cool, cool. I'm just making sure I'm not getting my Greeks and Romans no, you're mixed good. up. Hmm. I'll say Pegasus. Pegasus would be a cool one. Yeah. Um... Is Gryffindor one? I don't know. I think I'd probably go with a satyr. Remind me what that is again? The dude, the half goat dudes. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I do really like the centaurs too because they probably mm -hmm. derive from the uh, from interaction with the Scythians mm. because they would have been told by uh, colonists mm. up in Scythia that there were people who were like one with their horse, mm. and that probably got rolled into centaurs. Yeah. Mm. Also, uh, should we give should we have him do the awu? Yes, yes. Let's have him awu. Good one. Well done, Boyle. You've got to get Nauu out of him every stream, you know? Yep, yep. He's a cool boy. But the real question is, if a centaur were where to wear pants... <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> <do> it. <laughs> it's a good question. It's a genuinely good question. Uh, Plants for $5 said, Revelation got touched on in Brian Godawa's Chronicles of the Apocalypse. Great series, interesting interpretation. Heiser had good stuff to say for him. It's more of a comment than a question. Uh, I can, you, can you read again? Yep. Uh, plus five dollars. Revelation got touched on in Brian Godawa's Chronicles of the Apocalypse. Great series, interesting interpretation. Heiser had good stuff to say for him. I'll I'll take a look at it. I'm curious. Oh. I'll read Wait, you want to get down? Uh, down? Norberto Rodriguez Jr. Down? for two dollars okay. says the message was written in blood and spoken about the the Angel Twenty Three thing or the the devil is an Angel Twenty Three. Yeah, I would <laughs> I I would avoid tarot cards and I. Uh, <laughs> And uh, assuming that you don't need to work on yourself at all. <laughs> Remember, there's always something you can improve. They yes. said uh, that it was rain and blood. Yeah. Mm. You know what? How about you don't judge? Maybe he couldn't find a pen. <laughs> uh, we assume so much of like these uh, supernatural beings. I maybe, know. Yeah, maybe they're missing a pen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Again, no more. Nobody's perfect. Uh, Ryan G for 1999 said my sleep thing that I don't know what it was uh, was I had three vivid dreams about a month apart each time worse where a dark figure would chase me catch me and I would wake up last time it happened I thought I was dying hmm. Hmm. did you uh, when the demon caught you did you 
feel that pushing sensation on your chest. Yeah, that's that's a very tell telltale sign of uh, whether it's sleep paralysis or not. Did you have the sensation that you couldn't breathe? Um, did you? Well, you were clearly dreaming since mm-hmm. you were running, so you couldn't tell that you were on your bed. Um, so I would say this this is leaning towards the, like the lucid dreaming end of the spectrum. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Typically, sleep paralysis your 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 brain is awake and you're very aware that you're in your bedroom. Mm. You're you're not like doing other things. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you're not doing other things, even <laughs> though you very 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 much want to do just the minor thing of moving your body. <laughs> uh, Derek Hewitt for ninety nine nine ninety nine. Uh, sent us a little animated GIF guy that uh, is putting his cap from forward to back and giving us a thumbs up. So thank you. Thank you for that. Also, a heads up to everybody. We are going to wrap this up by nine. Yes. At the latest. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. good call. Uh, Juliana Mizrahi for 23.99 euros. I'm just donating for you guys to reach 1K. By the way, I'm a comic book artist, and I was wondering if you guys would be interested in being a consultant for the mythological themes and lore. Anyway, love your work. Absolutely, yeah. You Absolutely, yes. Reach out with questions. Also, send us an email because if you have any yeah. interest, I also have at least one idea that I think would be a good comic slash animated show that I would love to get uh, some potential storyboard ideas just to kind of get my mind or ideas visually down. So if you'd be interested in that at all in any capacity, definitely reach out via email. We can talk about that further. Yeah. Uh, cool. Moving forward. Uh, oh, just skip my plans. Uh, Plaz, member for 12 months. Look at you, Plaz. Well done. Thank you. Uh, Skinwalker are just furries whose fur suits are real fur. You know, you're not that wrong. That's not too far off. Yep. Comic furries, book- are, furries are wannabe skinwalkers. Yeah. I'm crunching the numbers and they're, they're working out. Uh. <laughs> uh, comic note 64 for $2 said, 9 meter, nine millimeter hollow point, I keep one under the, my pillow. So you did actually wow. let off around into your ceiling. Woo! Man, that had to be a terrifying instance for that to happen. Yeah. I hope you don't have upstairs neighbors. Yeah, that was my first uh, Yeah. <laughs> At least I, hollow I'd, points I'd that might have not over-penetrated the gun. In my nightstand. Yeah. But it's mainly because uh, a few weeks ago, <laughs> some somebody, uh, somebody threatened to... Uh, like come to my house <laughs> oh usually i don't keep the handgun that that close to my bed but uh well we don't like that no <laughs> sorry again i was nervous <laughs> it, it, the the thing was it was somebody who apparently lives around here and knew mm-hmm. you know i i'm gonna have to probably be a little bit more careful with uh how much i tell people yeah that's fair from mm-hmm. now on for your own like personal safety <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say, for your own personal safety, no matter how much you dislike me, do not break into my home. You will not survive. As someone who's known him for about a decade, he's not joking. No. <laughs> not just my home. Don't break into anybody's home, because they will assume that you have decided your life is worth less than their stuff. Yep. So... I don't know why you're in my home, but if you're in there uninvited, I'm going to assume you don't have good intentions. Yep. <laughs> it's not a weird assumption to make. Yeah. Anyway, uh, your boy 499 says, what are y'all's overall thoughts on sleep paralysis and the demons involved? Could it be supernatural? Other diseases too, possibly? Also, 
Bus hit. At least three now. I'll I'll go last. Uh, what what was the question again? I'm it's sorry, your, the ringing in my ears is yeah, seriously yeah. distracting uh, tonight. Just general thoughts on sleep paralysis and it being demons or supernatural or other diseases possibly, mm-hmm. and bussy. So I mean, for for me, from a from the theological angle, and you know, being being somebody who believes in you know some extent of the the paranormal um my opinion is that sleep is one of those times when you're most susceptible to experiencing what what you might call the the spirit world i guess um so i i think that to an extent some things that occur during sleep paralysis could definitely be i uh, caused by you know something something more spiritual rather than physical or scientific um you know i I, i'm not going to go so far as to say that's that's definitely what it is but if you've been hanging around the show long enough you know that my theory about um you know the the spirit world if it does exist is that in order for something to interact with our world it must follow in some form our natural laws so you know if god if god created everything God created natural laws, which means to interact with us, he must be able to do it through inter- through natural law. Mm-hmm. Same thing with anything else he created, like angels, demons, whatever. They have to, in some way, appear, you know, it, leave some physical mark on our natural world. So, you know, sleep paralysis could be that mark that you're seeing. Uh, same thing with uh, things like schizophrenia, where, you know, a thousand years ago, that would have been, oh, he's that person's possessed. You know, well, maybe that's how possession manifests, and we're still trying to tie together what is spiritual and what is scientific. I mean, I think, I think the idea that there's a dichotomy between spiritual and scientific, you know, is is ignorant, and I think it's it's not helpful to anybody. Hmm. The there's like I said earlier, anything that we if you went back in time and shown somebody a cell phone, they'd they'd immediately think it was magic. Yeah. You know, ma- magic is just science we haven't understood yet. It's just mm-hmm. technology we don't get. Yep. Um, so, you know, I think we, uh, I, I think, I think that there's a lot more to be understood about the universe. We're uncovering new things every day. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know for a fact that I'm right about anything, but those are my beliefs at least. Yeah, I'm just going to default to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's, my, my beliefs on that are a little bit different. Um, so, in, in, uh, what's the name of the user? Uh, it is, one second, it is ya boy. <laughs> ya boy. Um, it, I don't know if you were here earlier in the chat, but, uh, I sort of describe dreams as, uh, in a very, very, uh, sort of a simple way as, like, you know, if you have, like, plasma TV that's been having, that's been paused on one image for a little bit turn it off it's uh sort of sticks there for a little bit that's how i would like analogy uh, as an analogy describe a dream sleep paralysis however i will describe it a little bit differently similar to in uh, and also what you see during sleep paralysis similar to when you take uh hallucinogens similar to um so it's it's sort of thought like uh like how can i describe this when um your brain the way it works is that it blocks out a shit ton of information 
in order to keep your sanity. Um, you know, how your, your, your brain always takes the path of least resistance to interpret the world around you. So what I think happens when you combine the variables, when you're particularly in a sleep, sleep paralysis, and also similar to when you take a hallucinogen, is that a lot of those walls are broken down. And then you're experiencing the world in a much different way that one is either that you're just straight up not used to, or two, some of that bleeding effect, if you will, for, uh, uh, from, uh, you know, from the, just your day-to-day -day life, that after image that I, I sort of described in dreaming is sort of bleeding through in what you see as like a who's, uh, who's genetic, who listened, <laughs> hallucinogenic. Thank you. There we go. Words. <laughs> I knew where you were going. Um, I want to let you get there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, into what you're hallucinating. Um, so that's sort of how I'm sort of like breaking down how I will break down what a sleep paralysis demons and what all that stuff is. It's basically those walls in your mind being broken down by the variables of like the experience you just happen to be in and some aspects of straight up dreaming. Good. Like that. Yeah. Uh, Noah Isaac for $2 said many Minotaur from Tobuscus. Referring to the old, the, the other. Yeah, I know. We're really going deep with the buskis. That's a deep cut. You like my sword, 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 my diamond sword, sword. <laughs> not I'm not going to get started on that. Snake, a snake. <laughs> uh, Agamemnon's gym oh, bag for $2 said, Trick question, Minotaurs wear onesies. Is that in reference to like the centaur? Um, I have to ask Norm to draw something now. <laughs> oh, you have to. You really do. Why didn't you finish your ice? I gave it to you. Uh, Maria Ross for a Canadian $5 said, I'm so happy I finally caught you guys live. I have had sleep paralysis a lot, usually linked to my narcolepsy. Nah. See? There, there are go. dozens of us. Dozens. Dozens. <laughs> all around the world. <laughs> well, dozens of flat earthers all around the globe. Uh, thanks for sharing that. I would love to hear how you uh, handle that situation uh, as coming from someone who needs to get uh, diagnosed as to what exactly is going on up in this noggin. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear. Uh, we'd love to hear more. Yeah. Your boy from one ninety nine said, "Love the stream. Keep up the good work." Thank you, uh, Bussy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure I believe you that. Oh, yeah, they are saying that. <laughs> I was getting to the point where I was like, I think you're just adding that in yourself. No, no. The difficult thing is I'm trying to figure out a different way to do it each time. Bacon Snake 64 for 199 said, Get flashbangs for home intruders. They're great. They're great. <laughs> yeah. You know what I got a craving for recently? Frosted Flakes? Fruit Loops. Max and I just had an argument because apparently I answered wrong when she asked what my favorite cereal is. How do you answer wrong to something that you were being asked what your favorite is? She said the answer was Quisps. What is that? That was my response. <laughs> that sounds like some great... I was like, you, you are Mandela affecting me Yeah, right that's now. not real. And I looked it up. It's real. What is it, it though? Is it a flake? Is it a... It's a quisp. <laughs> what is it? Like, like, like is crisp? It, but, I, I think so. Like Crisp with a lisp? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Like me in third grade, I yeah. say quisp. Yeah, I think like, so. Like yeah, crisp, uh, pronounced by a Spaniard. 
Somebody who's crisp yet from Barcelona. <laughs> uh, spoon. I said Frosted Flakes. Fair. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Was that really was that was uh, Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and uh, Cinnamon Life. Uh, ooh, yes. There. Yeah. I'm a Captain Crunch guy. I like it the way it cuts my the roof of my yeah. mouth. Yeah. You know, because spiritually, I'm like the guy from the Da Vinci Code that whips himself. Not gonna <laughs> lie, <laughs> eating eating like Fruit Loops, I would consider self harm. Really? Have <laughs> you ever eaten Fruit Loops? Yeah. Why? Your mouth is like cut up and bloody. Oh yeah. yeah, like yeah fair, fair. like bleeding from the sides. <laughs> oh no, Fruit Loops. No, yeah, no. I only eat cereal dry. Oh, I, I used to be like that. Cause You're I, fired. Cause I... <laughs> he gets fired every week now. Yeah, I do, yeah. For saying absolutely unhinged shit like that. Well, I always hated milk. Mm-hmm. Again, you're fired. <laughs> I, 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 I grew up like that too, so I yeah. didn't... <laughs> oh, he's just leaving. Apparently I'm not fired. He quit. Um... I think he went out the front door. <laughs> Are you gonna make me drink milk? Just make you feel, Aiden. How does it make you feel, mother? Are you gonna finish it? Yeah! <laughs> you realize what you just did. You realize what you just did. You know what chain they're gonna start. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what you just did. I am the milk master. That is one of my nicknames. Fair. Good point. Oh, we got really on a lot of milk tonight. Yeah, that was a lot of milk. You good? Considerable amount of milk. I'm lactose intolerant too, so like I, I, my stomach is rumbling. Well, just I'll tolerate it for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're a tolerant. Bigot. Tolerant. Bigot. <laughs> yes. Not uh, tolerating the lactose. Spoon. I have nipples. Can you You're all you Dominicans. <laughs> not, not be able to drink my milk. Yep, there it is, and it's begun. <laughs> new, new slur dropped. <laughs> Milk drinker? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Milk drinker. <laughs> milk drinker. <laughs> Yarr, Sorry, I used the hard R. <laughs> well, no, you can. You're right, because I just got the word. I got the M word pass. <laughs> oh, this is egregious. All right, Spoon for four ninety nine said, My uncle is trapped in the salmon, salmon dimension. How do I get him out? I don't know. Ask Bears? me. Ask Finton. Ask Finton. He knows the way out of the salmon dimension. Yes. Is this a reference to something? Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, now I have to scroll back through the milk chat. <laughs> oh yeah, the last the last super chat we the got was uh, Noah Isaac for $2 said milk, 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 milk. You know milk, what? Milk, and milk. with that, I think it's time to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it actually is time to end the show. Like, this is the time the show ends. So, um, so <laughs> oh boy, uh, Thank you for watching, everybody. <laughs> you officially got paid to drink milk tonight. I did get paid to drink milk. I'm pro. Yep. I'm a pro milk drinker. You're yeah. a professional milk drinker. Yep, you, know uh, you should put that on your LinkedIn. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Skills. <laughs> big dairy's gone to you. <laughs> big dairy? <laughs> we are big dairy. <laughs> All right, well, that's that utterly ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Ariel, you want to give them the uh, the name of your show and social media one more time? Yep, yep. Uh, thank you for having me. And the name of my show is Swifty Dialogues. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you can find podcasts at. You can follow me and at Twitter at Swifty Dialogues. Uh, Instagram is also at Swifty Dialogues. And we just released a new episode. Would appreciate if you check it out. 
And uh, if you're wondering how to spell that, it is in the description. Yep, everything's there. Thank you so much, guys. If you're uh, if you're tired, check out Mount Pocono Perk from Tableau Roasting Company and the Lore Lodge. It's delicious. Goes well with milk. With that, we'll see you next week when we've got Mini Minute Man on the show. Bye, guys.